What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place, and I'm happy that you're here. Now, if you guys listened to yesterday's episode, well, first of all, thank you for joining us for the very, very first official Tuesday episode. Um, This is really exciting. The very, very first time I'm going to be uploading an episode every weekday for a week, um, and hopefully continuing this for as long as this show goes on. Uh, So thanks for tuning in. This is really exciting for me. I hope it is for you. But again, if you listen to yesterday's episode, um, you'll remember that I announced a few things. One being that I am hopefully going to open uh, a discord for this, for this show, a, a discord that everybody who listens can go and chat about the show, chat about Minecraft. Um, and I really want to do that. I'm asking again, if you guys, or if any of you are interested in, uh, being a moderator for that discord, if you're, uh, at least 18 years old, you had a little bit of experience with discord, whether that's just being, um, an active user of discord or an actual moderator, uh, send me an email just letting me know that you want to uh, be a part of that. Um, send me an email to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Again, when I have five people lined up, at least five people lined up to be moderators for that Discord, I will announce when it's going to open and uh, you guys can get ready for that. Uh, the next thing is we still have the one block challenge that I talked about yesterday. Um, if you guys want to get in on that, the information that you need is in the description of this episode. The theme for this week's challenge is farming. So come up with an idea for a single block that has something to do with farming. Now, this can be completely decorative. It can have a cool function. The The, the sky is your limit. You know, you can do whatever you want as long as you only send me one idea per person. If you send me more than one, I won't read both of them. That's that's a quick way to not get your idea read. Don't spam me off all of your ideas. Just send me your best idea uh, and keep it short, keep it sweet. And uh, all the information that you need is in the description of this episode. And I can't wait to see what you guys have to say. All right. And speaking of what you guys have to say, let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys to imagine a new enchantment for any piece of armor that you want. Floop says, helmet gets smash protection. (laughs) Friends have a less chance of ruining your day with an anvil trap. Sounds like you're talking from experience. (laughs) All right. Sarah says, ice sprint makes you go faster on ice. Can't be with Frostwalker enchantment. That's a cool one, running on the ice. I know a lot of people like to boat on the ice. Um, It has its own risks with it. You drift quite a bit on the ice, so that would be really, really fun. NRG Turtle says, the reflect enchantment. If you are hit by any projectile, it would reduce the damage, and the projectile would bounce off of your armor, hopefully hitting your opponent. It would even affect fireworks. That would be really, really fun um, to be able to reflect back projectiles to your opponent. I wonder if this you, you could apply this to things like blazes. 
maybe even gasts or even the wither? Or is this just, you know, uh, player filed, uh, fired projectiles? Um, either way, that sounds really, really cool. Taylor Taylor says, an enchantment called retrieval. When you hit, get hit by an arrow, if it hits the armor piece with retrieval, you get that arrow in your inventory. So it's a little bit, it's kind of like the opposite of that uh, reflecting enchantment, where this one is actually recycling arrows that you get hit with. I really, really like this. Um, as somebody who uses the bow, when I have one and I have a good steady supply of arrows, um, this would be very, very valuable. So great idea. Lord says heaviness. It can go on any piece of armor. It means you can't get the levitation effect from shulkers. That would be really cool. And especially if it, um, if it somehow mitigated uh, any sort of knockback as well. So if someone hits you with a knockback sword, it just doesn't affect you. Um, because you're just heavy. Maybe this could get, be a little bit like the uh, the potion of Turtle Master where you're actually moving a little slower. Maybe you can't sprint or maybe you can't swim. That would be really, really cool. Avocado says vampiric on the helmet. Every heart of damage you deal, you heal 0.25 hearts. That's kind of a cool one right there. Um, by healing healing by dealing damage would be really kind of, I wonder if this could be tied into a curse. So maybe it's curse of binding, but curse of binding allows you to heal by dealing damage. That might be overpowered. I don't know. That needs to be balanced out because that would be insanely good for PVP. Um, so it would need to be balanced out. Maybe you can only put it on leather armor or something like that. Like you don't really um, you don't really get a lot of protection with it, or maybe you can't enchant that piece of armor with protection and this at the same time. I don't know, but that would be really, really cool. Spencer says night vision enchantment for helmets. And I like this idea because I play with a texture pack that makes everything dark, very light. <laughs> so I don't really have to light up anything to be able to see. So it's almost like permanent night vision. Um, so that would be really, really useful. Brayson says, Frostwalker for animal armor, like horse and dog armor and saddles for pigs. I really like this idea too, especially for horses and dogs. Number one, because horses can't swim very well with you riding on their backs. I think that's something that really needs to be changed. And uh, dog armor too, as well, because uh, dogs like to drown. And uh, especially if, if they get pulled down into a deep cave uh, with like a bubble column, then you can just say goodbye to your dog. <laughs> so allowing them to just walk on top of the water with Frostwalker would be really fun. And finally, B-Man says it would be really cool if you could put thorns on shields. Well, thank you so much, guys, for these ideas. And if you want your idea read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many of your answers as I can in that upcoming episode. So let's get into the main discussion of this episode. I wanted to talk about um, the experience system in Minecraft. I've heard a few people already talk about how uh, it needs to change that um, repairing your tools and getting uh, high enough levels to enchant your gear with worthwhile enchantments is just a little um, unbalanced in their opinion. And I think that there is an argument there. Um, so let's go over a little bit, and this is some helpful information from the Minecraft wiki on experience orbs, where they come from, and some interesting 
uh, statistics statistics on uh, their use. So let's get into this this little uh, excerpt here from the wiki article. Experience orbs can be gained from several different sources. Uh, killing most mobs drop experience orbs along with many other items. From mining any ore that drops a resource rather than raw materials or themselves that will drop experience points. The experience orbs are produced along with the mineral items. If a silk touch pickaxe is used to mine the ore block, the experience is not dropped, but the block can later be placed and mined normally to release the mineral and the experience. The ore still produces orbs if destroyed by an explosion, whether or not it was caused by a player active TNT. So if any of you guys are using creepers to mine, there you go. <laughs> uh, you can also get it from smelting any of various items, and some items are better for that than others. You also get it from breeding animals, which produces orbs where the, where the parents are along with the baby animal. Breaking eggs does not give experience. You can get it also from fishing. The experience is awarded immediately upon reeling in the fish, even if the fish itself is not picked up. You can get it from trading with villagers. Uh, a bottle of enchanting releases orbs when broken. You can obviously get it from the slash experience command, which, of course, we're not using in survival. <laughs> you can get it from disenchanting items in a grindstone and also from completing challenge advancements in Java Edition only. So there's many, many ways to get experience, basically just by playing the game uh, the normal stuff you do in gameplay gets you experience. Now, they had another section in this article called Useful Numbers, and I thought it was really interesting. Uh, first point here, to get from level 0 to level 30, which is what you usually want to get the higher level enchantments, it requires 1,395 experience. To get from level 27 to 30, it requires 306 experience. So the number, the the amount of, of experience that you need to get um, increases uh, for each level that you want to attain. So, you know, getting from level zero to one, probably you don't really need that much experience, but getting from level 29 to 30 would require far more experience. So the curve um, it exponentially um, increases for how much experience you need to climb those levels. And I feel like that's where a lot of people um, do not like the system. And I agree, it just feels a little bit too too grindy, in my opinion. Um, going on, the maximum level required for enchanting is level 30, while the player accepts jobs up to level 39. And finally, level 16 is a quarter of the way to level 30, while level 22 is about halfway there. Level 30, in turn, is halfway to level 39. So there's a lot of strange math going on um, when it comes to the experience system. And on the, on the Wikipedia article, on the wiki article, they have a really interesting um, line graph uh, graphic that you can look at to kind of get a good idea of how this works. Um, and honestly, it, it does seem a fairly unbalanced in my opinion, but, um, I'm interested to hear what other people's opinion is on this. I think especially with, um, the changes that are coming to, uh, villager trades and how mending is about to really become a much harder resource to get. 
I think this might bear a bit of reworking from Mojang, and hopefully they're looking at this. But regardless, I do have a few ideas for making experience slightly easier, easier to obtain and maybe a little bit more fun to obtain as well. Uh, so let's get into it. First of all, we have enchantments. Now, Fortune, I think, or maybe there could be a different version of the Fortune enchantment, but it should give more experience as well as increasing the number of drops from ores. It just ties really well into the theme of that enchantment and makes that enchantment a better enchantment. Maybe it is a little overpowered. Maybe you need to have a secondary enchantment that's specifically for getting more experience, um, and maybe that could be exclusively... Uh, mutually exclusive to the fortune enchantment but either way there should be an enchantment for your mining tools that increase the drops of experience from blocks you mine a new enchantment uh for melee weapons could be reaper and i feel like the trident should also get this as well as the sword and the axe and the reaper enchantment could increase the amount of xp dropped by mobs very straightforward and simple um, in the lore of the game, it seems like experience points are connected somehow to souls and life force. If you look at the skulk and how skulk takes experience orbs and spreads the skulk around and the, how skulk has a connection to souls, you can kind of see there's a lore thread going on here. And so having a, an enchantment called Reaper kind of ties into that as well. It's like you're, you're reaping the souls of these mobs that you're, that you're killing. And it's a little dark, but it's very thematically on, um, on theme. I do think that these two enchantments, the one for the mining tools and then Reaper, uh, should possibly be mutually exclusive with mending to keep it balanced so that you're using it to repair your mending, um, but you can't just have a, a pickaxe or a sword that just keeps itself repaired and you never have to switch to another tool because I think that um, you, it does need to be a bit of a struggle to keep a tool completely healed you do need to work for that it does need to be a bit of a grind but in my opinion it does need to be less of a grind than it already is uh, the second idea i have in uh, sort of as an alternate idea for the enchantments is that more experience uh, points are dropped depending on the tier of a tool or weapon you are using so for instance uh, wood weapons and wood tools hardly get any experience points. Stone gets a little bit more. Iron gets a little bit more. Gold gets a lot more. Diamond gets a lot more. And then netherite gets the most experience points dropped um, when you use that gear. It makes climbing the tier of uh, tools, um, it makes it more desirable to get something like netherite um, in addition to just netherite is just a, ghoul, a, a good ore to get. But it also kind of ties the better materials into this upward curve of uh, experience points needed to get higher levels. So it makes a lot of sense that 
yeah, you start off not getting very much experience points because you don't really need very much experience points. But by the time you're actually using tools that you want to enchant with those higher enchantments, you're starting to get a lot more of the experience points that you need. So it sort of ties in and meshes very well, in my opinion. And I think it would be really, really fun to see this added to Minecraft. And my final idea here, it's very, it's very simple, very straightforward, and probably broken. Um, but I, I had to throw it in here. <clears throat> Having a new kind of furnace called the refiner, um, you, and, and, and using this, you convert raw materials into pure experience. Um, it gives more experience than a furnace already does, but you do not get any other resource from it. So basically, you are um, consuming your unwanted netherrack, your unwanted dirt and cobblestone, and converting it completely into experience points, not getting anything um, material-wise out the other end. So in my opinion, this is a bit balanced because... One, we do have a lot of these unwanted materials sitting around. Once you go into the into ne into the Nether, for some reason your inventory just gets full of Netherrack really really quickly, and you just have a bunch of it. Um, and no one really ever wants to use it. It's really not that great for building, in my opinion. And I haven't seen a lot of people use it for building. Um, so smelting it down into pure experience points would be really great, in my opinion. Um, as well as dirt and cobblestone, just the materials that you seem to accumulate a lot and just clog up your inventory space and your storage space, just boil those down into experience points. Maybe there could be a way to use uh, this refiner block to also craft bottles of enchanting so that you can further store the experience points rather than just taking them directly into a, your experience bar um, and having to walk around with a lot of high risk of losing all of that. Um, but maybe that risk actually balances it out even further. If you can't store it, once you have it, you better use it. Or if you die, you're going to lose it. Um, so that might be a pretty interesting thing to add to the game. Um, or maybe there'd just be another way to boost the amount of experience points that you get from your regular furnace or your, your smoker or your blast furnace. I don't know. But anyway, those are my ideas for making it easier to get those higher levels and um, get your experience points in a less grindy way. Let me know what you guys think by sending me an email to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Do you think that the experience system needs to change or do you think it's fairly balanced as is? Well, that'll bring us to the end of this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And until next episode, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.